the NBL Blitz has indeed been a big hit, uh, with thousands of Darwin basketball fans flocking to Mar- Well, to uh, I believe it was to the. Uh, I'll have to find out whether it was to the convention centre or Marara. Joining me on the line right now is the uh, CEO of NT Major Events. It is Tim Wattsford. Good morning, Tim. Morning, Katie. Tim, How are you? I'm good. I thought everybody was flocking to the waterfront. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, there was. There was uh, the 3x3 that was down That's the right. there, or the 3x3, yeah. three three, but um, now the Darwin Basketball Centre hosted uh, what was a very successful NBL Blitz, um, I'm very happy to say. Mate, how many how many people do you reckon we got there? Look, we're still washing up the numbers. Our our total capacity for the week that will you know, complete sellout every night was around about 8,200. Wow. We're sitting, as I understand, about 7,500, so... People of the Territory and visitors alike um, really voted with their feet and said they love basketball. So it was jammed. There was, there was plenty of nights. Obviously, the, the Monday, Tuesday is a bit of a struggle to get people out. But yeah. um, every other night was just about full. Yeah, it was amazing. The atmosphere was electric. It is wonderful to hear. And, uh, you know, Territorians love their sport. There is no doubt about that. They love their basketball. From your perspective, you know, now that it's all wrapped up, how did it go? Yeah, really well. I'm, I'm not going to shy away from the fact that everyone that was out at Marara, I'm sure, had a had an amazing time seeing the best of the best in terms of what's considered the, the best basketball league in the world behind the NBA at Darwin. Is, it was pretty special. Um, you know, everyone from kids, adults, grandparents alike. It was it was amazing and, and complete success. What what we set out to achieve is, is test the market, I guess, and see if. Is this, is this a code or, or a sport that, that the Territory can get behind on a long-term future around, you know, potentially holding a licence? Um, yeah, I can safely say that both us at major events and the NBL were, you know, incredibly wrapped in terms of what, what was produced. So, look, now it's, um, I guess we've proven the community sentiment piece. Now yep. it's time to really start hitting the, putting the feet the rubber, I guess you could say, or rubber to the road and, and getting a business case developed and see if we can get something up. So where are these discussions at now, Tim? Like, what's the next steps for us to have yeah. an NBL team? Good question. So once again, we've proven kind of that first box is, box is ticked. I think there's, there's definitely that community support. We have had some amazing discussions with the NBL throughout the week and, and they've been quite public around their appreciation of the, of the territory as well. So now it's just making sure it stacks up. Obviously, financially, we're looking at venues, um, can we host a team? The world's a challenging place at the moment, Katie. Obviously, travel and logistics and supply chains are all, are all getting smashed. So we've got to work through a really detailed plan around what the, you know, the next five to ten years looks like. Um, I think the earliest we can possibly get a team is kind of that 24-25 season um, that we're looking at, which is kind of two years from now. Um, but we'll, we'll work hard. I think there's really a chance now to, to try and grab it if we want it and, and, and save the NBL. This, this is ours. So as part of major events due diligence, um, we'll, we'll get into the detail now and we'll, we'll present something to government to support, hopefully, in the not-too-distant future. And so how quickly do you think that, uh, you know, that that work from NT major events perspective can happen and, uh, and be presented to government? Look, I would love to hope that we've got something up in at least draft form kind of by the end of the year, to be quite honest. We've done a significant amount of work in, over the past 18 months with the with the owners of the NBL. Um, so, so we've got a bit of an idea of where we want to go and how we want to do it. Um, we'll, we'll now go deeper with NBL, in particular around player contracting and what can we access and our strategic pillars being Indigenous and access to Southeast Asia. These are all areas that we'll now highlight with a bit more detail to the NBL. Um, once again, hopefully they can uh, they can say yes. And you know, by the end of the year, I'm hoping we can probably have a bit more of a understanding. You know, going into early 2023, this is something that 
that we can do, and that's that's probably the latest we can possibly do to get a team in towards the end of 24 anyway. Like 18 months is kind of the limit. That's that's based on what the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers did a couple of years ago. Yep. They had about 18 months to to build it. So we're using that as our as our blueprint, I guess. Um, and the NBL, NBL has been great and kind of looking at, you know, we've done it before in Tasmania. Why can't we do it in the Territory is, is what they're yeah. saying. So it's really time to, you know, try to get our thinking caps on and, and work as hard as we possibly can. And so from your perspective, you know, based on uh, on those discussions with the NBL over the over the last week and over the weekend, uh, were they pretty impressed with, with what they saw here in the Northern Territory? Yeah, they were. They were. They've all... They've all come out of Melbourne too, by the way, so they're in, they did enjoy a bit of um, reprieve and heat. Um, but no, they were. Look, in, in all honesty, it was it was a test case. I think I said this with you a couple of weeks ago. Yep. You know, if, if 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 they come out for the blitz and if and if we can get behind as, as territorians, and you know, then that's that's the first step. And, and I can safely say that they were happy. Vince, um, it was their COO who enjoyed uh, the week in the territory and out at, out at Marara was was wrapped. So, look, I think I think. That was that was a key point for the territory. If it was, I'll be honest. If, if we didn't sell tickets and there was no atmosphere and it was a bit of a flop, then we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. But mm. I, know I can safely say that that we're engaged now with the NBL, and, and I know I know Vince had some or the NBL had some great discussions with a few of the ministers that, that managed to get out and have a look as well. And I think generally there's there's a support there, and that's it's a it's an affordable option for the team to have, for the territory to have a you know a premier team in in a, in a national competition. So. Look, that's um, that's the most exciting bit, and I think coming coming to the end on Friday when the 36ers took out the gong, it was right. We've done that bit. Now it's um, now it's time to make sure it stacks. So it is just a matter now of uh, making sure that that business case does stack up, and that'll be something that the Northern Territory government have to approve. And if they do, well, we're all all going ahead with the uh, with the NBL team. Basically, yes. Yeah. So I think there's particularly from a major events perspective. You know, our board's been behind this discussion for a better part of. You know, two or two and a half years. Um, but yeah, now it's now it's just to make sure it does stack up, particular financially. Like I said, hopefully the world writes itself. To be honest, in, you know, kind of by the yeah. 24-25 season, so we shouldn't be seeing those those exorbitant you know flight costs and whatnot. Um, the good thing about this too, though, is is it, it activates our wet season, Katie. So yeah. that's a that's a big selling point for for the territory and, and particular areas around around Darwin. So you know, accommodation and, and um, flights and, and all the things in between can level out a little bit and, and become a bit more of an affordable option. That's that's the kind of reason why we're doing it. So, yeah, fingers crossed we um, we can get uh, we can get some stuff to really make it work and, and play, press on. And, Tim, would they be playing at the waterfront, at the convention centre there, or would they be playing at Marara? Definite possibility. I think what... I think what we found out over last week is wherever they're going to play, we're going to need to do some work. Yep. Um, the convention centre is amazing. You know, that's a centre point of, of where of where Darwin is. It'll need to fit out. Um, most basketball do uh, most basketball teams do play in convention centres around the country. Um, or if it's a Marara option, then um, then we're going to do some decent fit out work there. Either way, there's going to be some capital expenditure spent to get you know the internal of, of, of what those shells look like up to grade. They do everything from retractable seating to the big the big screens, PA, everything needs to kind of go through. So um, if it was if it was going to be at the waterfront, there's two amazing there's two amazing um, training venues out at Marara being the netball centre and basketball centre as well. So look, we're, we're halfway there. We're not, we're not building anything new as such. Yeah. It's just it's just kind of doing a bit of a refit, which is which kind of helps in terms of our economic. Economic woes at the moment as well, so an affordable option nonetheless. Well, Tim Wattsford, it is going to be interesting to see exactly what happens. We will keep in contact with you. Thank you so very much for your time this morning. Good on you, Katie. Thank, Thank you. you.